And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast where we are fixing ourselves one conversation at a time, and today is no different. Uh, a little different, but not super different. Um, I am joined by, as always, Kyle Reddick. What is up, everybody? Happy to be here on your screens. It's a little different for us being apart from each other because usually we just are looking at each other's side profiles while we yeah. interview attractive guests all the time. Now we just have to <laughs> yeah. interview each other this time. Yeah. Uh, and so for the for the newcomers, I'm Steven and Kyle is my co-host and we are the host of Go Fix Yourself Podcast. Now we usually have guests on and we usually do it in person, but today we are actually digital. If you're watching the YouTube video or if you're listening online, it might hear a little bit of difference. Um, and that's just because, hey, you know what? Life gets in the way. Just yeah. life happens, dude. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you go... Real hard for a few months. I mean, we were we were doing good. We had yeah. guests every week for now almost not ten months. I don't I don't know something I mean, like I, that. Yeah, since August, and yep. um, you know, eventually the body wears down, and somebody gets yeah. sick, and we got to reschedule some guests, and that's okay. Steven's pushing through. You know, yeah. So that's that's what happened, um, and we'll give a recap. You know, we'll 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 talk about how the last several months have gone because that's what this podcast used to be. It used to be just me and you talking. It used mm-hmm. to be just like literally whatever came to our noggins, just off the top of the dome. You know, just conversations, me and you. Um, and so I think that's what we're going to give it. You know, give it back, give it back to the future a little bit, uh, back to the past. Um, actually. If you remember, uh, I posted this on Instagram. One of our reviews on Apple Podcasts um, was by none other than Harvey Butthole. Old Harvey. He's old Harvey. <laughs> unfortunate uh, last name. You know that yeah. <laughs> he's had to live his whole life with that uh, name, and he probably yeah. got bullied relentlessly. It's unfortunate, but, but no. Uh, he posted that he's like, ah, I like the podcast, but I wish you guys would just go back just to Kyle and Steven just talking. Um, so this, you know, this podcast goes out to Harvey today because it is, we're just going to be talking to each other. Um, but why we're, why we're doing it digitally and not in person is because, uh, we had had, like Kyle said, quite a week. Um, and I worked myself to the bone, but also partied a little hard. Um, and so of course with that comes a little bit of, um, you know, the body crabs. needing to repair. <laughs> the worst crabs, case yeah. of crabs I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's been it's been awful, guys. I gotta be honest. No, uh I, I, I've got the common cold. It's not COVID. Um, but we decided, hey, you know what? We're just gonna do it digitally. We've had a few guests reschedule. And so we didn't want to break our streak of doing a podcast every Monday. Cause I, I don't think it's been since last July then we had um we took a break. 
yeah. of having a podcast every Monday. And so I was like, I don't know if I can do that. I like the streak that we're on. Let's keep it going. Um, and so hopefully guests will return next week. Um, possibly you might get us again. I don't know. Right now it's all up in the air. But, um, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. I mean, I think we can go back um, a couple months because, like we said, we used to do that all the time, just catch up with each other and talk about what's yep. going on, work, uh, family, blah, 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 blah. And now that we've had guests, we kind of have been telling you guys all about, you know, interesting people that we have met or known or whatever it is. Yep. And they get to kind of highlight the talent and um, the depth that uh, of the people that live in Alaska right now, which has been awesome. A lot of great reception. But Yeah, real attractive people too. Oh, the, the most attractive. Yeah. But uh, I think we can probably go back. You had – when we had Susan on not too long ago, she made yeah. an announcement on the podcast about a band. Yeah. This would be before we even announced it live, but the podcast hadn't come out yet. So true. it was like a little, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, we opened up for Limp Biscuit. Yeah, it which, was uh, Steven's band. Thera was one mm-hmm. of the openers along with Del Mag. And, uh, you know, when you hear Limp Biscuit, you think, greatest band ever or um you know roll in nookie break stuff greatest band ever it's funny it's funny because like uh i we you know i'm in a band with uh two other guys and and whenever we're like just palling around just the boys we listen to limp biscuit now i'm a big fan of limp biscuit like i remember when i was a kid and like I was writing down lyrics because this is before Google. This is before you can like type in like you know Limp Biscuit lyrics. I remember writing down lyrics so I could learn them mm. from Limp Biscuit. That was like the only band I remember doing that for. Don't know why. Uh, move I in was- now. Move out. <laughs> hands up now. Hands down. Back up. Back up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, it was actually to take a look around. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The Mission Impossible one. But uh, I, I think it was like because I wasn't allowed to listen to it. I was like rebellious. I was like, this is this I, the most rebellious I could be right now. Um, and so yeah, I want to learn this song. Were your parents like, look at this nerd, like they writing had, down lyrics for? Limp they had Biscuit. no idea because well, they think about now. <laughs> I, I have one of my core memories with this this band is listening to that, writing those lyrics in. My my family's minivan waiting for youth group to start at our Baptist church. Um, yeah, so that is a very core moment in my brain. And so, anyways, whenever we listen to this band, um, the other guys in the band, Ronnie and Mason, who we've had on here before, they they're like, ha ha ha, yeah, Limp Bizkit. You know, like they listen to it, like it's just like it's funny. whatever. It's funny. It's like you know, but like I know a lot of those lyrics, and I'm like. They, I go back way back with this band, right? It was like my yeah. first like rebellious streak, and yeah. uh, I'm like, I love this band, I love yeah. them, and so like they found out that I was a hardcore true Limp Bizkit fan. They're I like, oh, they, you're like a fan fan. You're an actual limpy, is what they're yeah, called. I'm a, I'm a limp. I'm a yeah. limp biscuity man. Yeah, um, yeah. Going to that show was pretty awesome you guys played a great set me and the wife were there early we got to see the openers molly was also she's not a true limpy um (laughs) by any means uh so she was like i just want to go see thera and you know she's got a woman crush on stephanie of course 
you know, she's like, I just want to see her and then I'm probably going to leave. And I was like, you know what? That's cool with me. I'll find my way home. Good. Um, Oh, did did she take, she actually like you guys drove together and then she just left? Bingo. She left you there? Oh, so you had an Uber home. So after, we'll get to that because that was an adventure in itself. Oh, Um, I didn't know this. Yeah. So the, I, I realized that I'm getting old because that was a long concert. They played for what hour and a half? Hour and a half, yeah, ish, yeah. So you add in openers and all that stuff. It's it's a four hour or- ordeal, right? Yeah, for sure. And standing on cement floors, like, like my feet, my back. I was like, God dang! Yeah. Like I was leaning on stuff. I was like, Man, I'm too old for this. But man, when Limp Bizkit came on, I was thoroughly impressed with their sound. I was like, Yeah, God dang. Me too. I was I I was fortunate enough to catch a little bit of their sound check, which is like mm. mind blowing because they they didn't have like roadie sound checking for them. It was actually them them, and so it was like that was still really cool. It was like me and like um, you know three other people, right? It was just yeah. like in this entire arena, and like it's Limp Bizkit playing the songs, and I want them to play, play. Freebird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey guys, I'm funny. Sound check, uh, you know, rolling. Yeah, uh, or my way, um, you know. So I think uh, that was that was special because I was like, "Holy shit, this is like something we'll never experience again." So I was kind of fanboying out, but I mean, it was good. It was it was a real fun thing. So you know, for people who aren't aware, you know, uh, I'm in a band called Thera. Kyle was in a band called Witness the End, which is sadly no longer. Rest in peace. We're on a hiatus. <laughs> yeah, we're on a. <laughs> Long hiatus, just like yeah. I mean, Thera's on a hiatus like every six months. So it's like, yeah, we don't. What's know. F- What's funny is our lead singer was there, <gasps> whose name happens to be Roland. Oh yeah, <laughs> we did see, I did see Roland. Like the song, he's and he came up to me. He's named after the song, pretty much. He was like, "How can I not be here? I am a song of theirs." So yeah, it was good to catch up with him, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it was good to see him for a second. Um, so anyways, and we played first, you know, for Olympus Kid. And so I was like, oh, no one's going to be here. I was like, we're first. It's like, you know, we're literally seven o'clock. Olympus Kid goes on at nine o'clock. I was like, no one's going to be here. But like, dude, it was crazy when we got out there. It was just like a sea of freaking people. Everybody, a lot of people came early. And I'm pretty yeah. sure it's because we marketed like, they want to see Thera, right? I sent out a lot of Facebook messages. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, guys, we need to get there early. Yeah. We need to show support. Yeah, and I, I, I knew you I did. did. My part. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so I was really surprised. That was actually a picture that my buddy Mitchell took of, of the people. And I was like, holy, you know, it's just a lot of people. Probably one of our biggest shows. Definitely it felt like our biggest show. Um, definitely one of the biggest Alaska national Airlines acts. Center. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we played Alaska Airlines Center before, um, but there wasn't as many people sure. uh, for, you know, at then time. So it was it was huge, man. And then just like, we didn't get to meet um, the band, and we probably could have. It would have been super easy for us to have been like, hey, we want to meet Limp Biscuit," But like, I don't know, none of us really wanted to do that. We also had merch, so we were like manning the booth. Um, but I did get to meet DJ Lethal. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have talked about this on the podcast. Did I talk about it on the podcast before? I don't feel my like moment you did. with DJ Lethal. Oh nope. no, I talked. I talked about it. Okay, so yeah, uh, no, I talked about it on the landmine. Um, so my my only one interaction with a band member from 
uh, Limp Bizkit was DJ Lethal. Mm-hmm. And if you're familiar, you know, he's the DJ of the band, like DJ what Lethal. What gave that away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's the name, the DJ in his name. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm walking back to our green room and on our side of the arena, there's, you know, there, there's signs posted on the green room, like, you know, hey, Thera, Delmag, you guys are this way. Limp Biscuit, you guys are this way. And then um, I guess on Limp Biscuit's rider, they have a masseuse. So they, mm. they want a masseuse every time they do a show. So the masseuse was over near us. And so Limp Biscuit, if they wanted to get a massage, they would have to go um, to our side of the arena. And so I'm headed back to our green room, and DJ Lethal's walking back from the masseuse. And I give him like a nah, like, hey, what's up, man? You know, uh, and he's like, hey, quick question. How do you get a crink out of your big toe? I was like, oh. what? He's, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got like a, a kink in my big toe and I can't get it out. And I was like, like, you need to pop it? And he's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just went to the masseuse over here and tried to like yank it out, but it's not working. And I was like, well, I'm, I mean, like, I usually, if I need to pop my toes, I like, I put all my weight on that foot. And so I'm, you know, here I am trying to tell DJ Lethal how to pop a toe. And then I put all my weight on the toe and then, you know, that works. And so he tries it and he's like, nah, that didn't work. And he just walks away. It was like, there he goes. There he goes. You know, it's like, that was my moment. Yeah. Hey, Lethal, why don't you pop those shoes off? Let me take a look at them. (laughs) Here, I can do a trick or two. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't go that route because... That yeah, would have been memorable for him. Yeah, uh, I usually put my mouth. I usually yeah. put my mouth on them. <laughs> yeah, my teeth can pull real good. <laughs> That's so gross. But yeah, that was my one interaction with the band, uh, and so I went back to the green room and 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 told everybody that was there like what had just happened, because I was like, I'm never gonna forget that DJ yeah. Lethal. I, I could have popped his toes, but I chickened out. <laughs> that is. It, <laughs> Yeah. Interesting one. I could have gotten a feet pick of DJ Lethal. <laughs> oh, dude, put that on Foot Finder. <laughs> what that is that? What is Finder. that? It's is the, it like, it's like OnlyFans for feet. Oh, I and guess so that you, makes sense. It's like yeah, Quentin Tarantino's thing. People huh? be making money on there. I've really I've looked. I've looked. So it's like so you can start your own profile and then like put pictures yeah, of your feet. It's up like there? all feet and like it's weird. What are we talking about money? How much money? Like, are you? you uh, I've there? read about girls like making, you know, You've five figures it, yeah, a month, and like I support. Kyle just four quit his them. job randomly, yeah. and then just was like, "Wow!" I'm like, "What? What are you doing?" Ah, oh, don't I worry about Molly. it. I just retired. Yeah, I told Molly, yeah. I was like, "Let's get those puppies up on online." You know, no one has to know it's you. <laughs> and nurse feet. Oh my god, people would die for those. Really? That's a I, thing. I'm sure they, you know, I'm afraid people are to like socks and like, I'm afraid to socks. Google this. I'm afraid Don't to be. Google it. And then like, and then like all of a sudden Google ads is like, well, I guess he wants to see more of this feet. stuff. It's like, no, feet. I don't. Yeah. It's an interesting world for sure. And now a word from our sponsors. Steven, did you know that I had the first wedding at Willowa like ever? Yeah, dude, I was there. Where? At Willowa. I was standing next to you. I was one of your groomsmen. Mm, so you have been to Willowa. Yeah, I basically live at Willow Ivory. So what you're saying is I need to start sending mail to that address? Well, not exactly. I just go to a lot of events there. Oh, well, like what's going on there? Okay, like, well, Wednesdays I'm there at 7.30 for Beats Beer Bingo. Thursdays I'm there at 7 for Geeks Who Drink. Is that an event named after you? 
kinda. If it's nice out during the summer, I'm going up to the roof, gonna have a taco. Maybe there's some live music like on Thursdays or a DJ. Or if I'm not on the roof, I'm downstairs and I'm just like chilling in the bar having some sliders, man. Man, pickle my pickle. That is a lot of stuff. How do you even know what's going on each and every day for the events? I have an easy answer for that. Just follow them at Willowa Social on all social platforms. Wow. I'm thinking about living at Willowa too. Of course you are. Welcome home. Oh, hey, Kyle. What's up? I've been meaning to ask you, what is your first thought in the morning? Uh, why am I here? What's the meaning of life? A lot deeper than I was expecting. It's not my standard thing. My first thought is, where's the coffee? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's my second thought, usually. Yeah, sure. Well, what are you drinking when you get up? Well, I kind of go into the pantry. I do a little blind draw on the crap coffee we have sitting in there. And honestly, it doesn't taste so good. Wait, you're telling me that you don't have Kalani Brothers coffee every morning? Mm, I... To be honest, I'm not. You know what I mean when I say Kalati Brothers coffee, right? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, good. Kalati makes the best coffee in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Their flagship coffee blend, the Red Goat, is my go-to. The second one I go to is the Italian blend. Me and Alicia, we have a cup every morning, either made by a nice French press or a Chemex pour-over. Literally, I cannot go a day without this coffee. Okay, well, where can I get this then? Try it out. Okay, so head over to Kaladi.com and just add a bunch of their blends into the cart, like Red Goat or like the Italian blend. At checkout, make sure to put in the code GOFIXYOURSELF and you'll get a 10% off anything on the site except for the subscription. You know what? I'm absolutely going to go do that right now and start tasting Kaladi each and every morning. Good man. The best part of waking up is Kaladi's in your cup. Like, throw some auto tune on that. Now back to the conversation. The show went super well overall. I think yeah. I, was, I was a little disappointed. I mean they they did their little trick where they kind of act like the show's ending, and then they kind of like break into break stuff when the lights yeah. were on and stuff. Which I get. It just kind of what I was what I was really me. bummed on uh, is so the night before, me, you, and a few buddies, we went to um, Limp Biscuit Eve at Willowall. Yeah. Uh, and that was where Fred Durst and DJ Lethal and the whole band was there. But like it was those two, they were just doing like a DJ set for a yeah. few hours. Yep. And then while I'm while we're there, I get stopped by multiple Willowa employees, and they're like, "Hey, we're so excited for you to go on stage tomorrow night, but there's something you don't know." And I was like, "Well, tell me, like, what is it?" So I guess Limp Bizkit throughout their tour and throughout their shows, they've been doing like this SNL thing and they played the music right right before their encore they're like you know they have the snl like closing music mm-hmm. if you're familiar yeah and I then mean, i kind of was like guys don't leave yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> i and know then, what's well, coming the whole idea was for them to um bring everybody on stage that played the show and then everybody was going to be doing break stuff with them and yeah. so susan who had been hanging out with fred durst and the band she was like, hey, they actually told me they want you guys to come up on stage tomorrow. And I was like, holy shit, and do break stuff with them? Like, just be there on stage with them? And, and she's like, yes. So I'm like, don't get your hopes up, Steven. This isn't going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. And of course, right before we do that, I got my hopes up. And then, of course, it didn't happen. So I was like, oh, broken hearted. And like, it actually, so much so, because I was like, uh, 
I was backstage watching, and then like during their break stuff song, the the roadies were like, "You guys need to get your stuff out of here. You need to pack up and go." And I was like, "Fuck you!" I literally, I don't even think I told you this. I was so angry because I there's two songs I want to hear: break stuff and take a look around. And as soon as they started those two songs, that's when they were like, "You need to haul your stuff out of here and get out of here." And I was like fuck you. There's no way I'm leaving. I did it in a joking way, but, um, I think I surprised him a little bit. I was like, I've been wanting to hear these two songs all night. And they're like, Oh, sorry, man. Like, but you gotta, you gotta move the stuff right now. And I was like, there's no way not doing it. I was like, and then everybody, all my other bandmates had to go do their stuff. And I was just like, I'm not doing it. So I had to stay for the, the break (laughs) stuff. We didn't get to go on stage, but that was my moment. I was just like, I had to stay out there with everybody and feel yeah. the the vibe, the energy. Because that was insane, dude, for break stuff. Uh, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, the um, mosh pit that I was watching was pretty intense. Uh, yeah. And I've seen, uh, and before anybody's like, oh, I've seen some mosh pits. Like, I have too. Okay, I've been to a yeah. lot of metal shows. But there was like some... There was, I'm going to call it this and I'm going to regret it, but it was like some redneck rage in there. Like it was, it was the, like some people dude, looking wild. to fight Yeah, that like was, don't understand the premise of the mosh pit of like pick people up and like get crazy, but like don't hurt people on purpose. Yeah. Well, I think and those people uh, swing in Limp Bizkit draws that. Oh, for sure. Uh, like. Yeah, for sure. I think people like go out and just wanting to start a fight. And um, it was like because people got the, wild. The thing I hate is like the guy that's like the mosh pit king, like stands in the middle and he's all tough, like shirt off, sweaty, and he's like swinging yeah. on people. And I'm like, uh, God, that's not why we're here. Like, dude, we're not here to. You remember pull when up we the went to go stick. see? We went to see, see Pod. Yeah, and like it, it just same, so happened, same idea. It just so happened that like we were standing next to like the people that wanted to mosh, and it was like it just started moshing, and I was like, not in the mood. I know it's like okay, we're gonna play our softest song, and then they're like, I'm going <gasps> crazy, <laughs> like fucking windmills and yeah, shit. It's man. Like, you're like, oh my god, that's yeah. that's my least favorite thing at a show right now. I, I think I definitely loved it when I was you know, in my early twenties. But now that I'm in my thirties, if there are guys who are my age and older, like wanting to ra- take rage out, I'm like, go in the back, go in the back, go somewhere else. I don't, yeah, don't, don't do the. And then like, I was getting so much, like I was getting pushed at the POD show. Oh yeah. I was just like, not a fan, not a fan. And I was like actually getting angry. So I, I went to the back. Um, not a big fan of mosh pits anymore in my old age. Surprise. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Crazy. The My favorite part was definitely the part where they brought somebody on stage to do the oh. song. Uh, the, and for the, the what, people, what, I, I don't remember. Kathy, what, the Karen, the liar or something like yeah. that. So, you know, yeah. you got Wes up there playing the riff like over and over again, like, and everybody knows the song. And yeah. he's like, who knows all the lyrics to the song? And don't lie to me. And he's he spends like three to five minutes going across the front of the stage. Yeah. Like, do you know all the lyrics? You swear to me. You swear to God. OK, no, you don't. Goes the next person. And then finally, after five minutes, he pulls this girl up. And I looked at her and I was like, there is zero percent chance she <laughs> it was knows like the an lyrics. Older lady, too. Yeah. So he pulls her up on stage. 
hands her a mic for a song that they go is meant to be a back and forth. Like yeah. you'd have to know all the lyrics. What song was it? I can't remember. I think it was an older Limp Bizkit song. If I remember, it is, correctly. but I can't remember exactly. What, like anyway, I'm sure. I'll but come. yeah, and so song starts kicks in and fred durst is like does his line and then he looks at her and she's supposed to like do this line and she just is mute and she's just dancing (laughs) and then goes back to fred durst and then he's like boom and then she goes she's just dancing not saying a word and then he's like stop 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 i love you but you're a liar (laughs) kicks her off stage and then she like takes her like i love you yeah (laughs) It was just, yeah, she was she was she was on one one that yeah, day, but sure. luckily a fellow yeah. Kyle got on yeah. stage and saved it, knew every word, killed he, it. I mean, it was uh, perfect. Yeah, they, uh, I guess his nickname now is Kyle Durst, and he runs um, some sort of like fashion. Uh, I think it's Rummage Reworks or something on Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah. So people should go check that out because uh, I was very impressed i think everybody else was but like i was around people who knew him they were like holy fucking shit that's kyle and i was like what i didn't know him i don't know him now but he very impressive very impressed i was was waiting for people to like congratulate me like way to get up there kyle when they heard the name but nobody confused us so (laughs) that was a bummer no not at all yeah um anyway that was was it was fun yeah i enjoyed it i mean i got to open up for a band that uh like i said i, I go way back with uh and so it was a huge moment for me um but then let's see since then but you know just kind of floating by sundown just happened this last weekend that we sundown, went to it was a big yep. one for us in a lot of ways because um as listeners know we've been trying to get the podcast out there get exposure mm-hmm. as much as we can and you basically worked out the idea that we could do the marketing video, oh, a marketing yeah. video for Sundown. Yeah. So um, if you're familiar and if you've been on our social medias, you probably saw the video where me and Kyle, we dressed as ghosts. Yeah. But we dressed as ghosts, like with literally, uh, I went to Walmart and bought sheets. And then, you know, 30 minutes before we f- hit yeah. record, we <laughs> Not cut our holes for our faces. <laughs> no, but it's memorable. It's for sure memorable. And, yeah. uh, it was good. I mean, yeah. a lot of good feedback from people. I mean, it was a it was a fun shoot that we did. This was a couple weeks ago now, um, and uh, but it was a long day. That's the one thing that um, like I always am like I when we're doing shoots like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, it'll be four hours. It ended up being six hours of just filming, and then we had to you know edit that and quick, quick yeah. turnaround. Um, but it worked. I yeah, like we it. Had- I'm very proud BM- of it. We had BMW as one of the sponsors for yes. Sundown. So uh, our friend Tessa got us a BMW M4 that we got to drive around this Ninja Turtle green that was pretty dope. Dude, that was – okay. So I'll post this video this week. But um, when you ha- – we had to go pick up the car before we filmed, before we met everybody, the whole crew. And uh, so we went out and, and – picked it up and this is a ninety two, ninety four thousand dollar car. Yeah, convertible. So it's, it's nothing sick. nothing that I've ever driven before. So I was like, there's no way I want to drive this at all because it's a lot of responsibility. And they just let you like get in the car and just drive it off the lot. They said keys they are in the car. You. 
they trusted you so much, dude. BMW was just like, oh, his name's Kyle. I trust him. Like he did great at Limp Biscuit, so uh, he could do (laughs) anything. Yeah. Yeah, I was so shocked. So I'll post some uh, some videos of Kyle uh, and drive, I driving. So we still had like another twenty minutes until uh, call time, and so me and Kyle we got in the BMW, put the top down, and then we drove around downtown for like fifteen minutes, and uh, we had to drive by BMW one time, and we're waving, and like Tessa was like, "I think I saw you, saw guys, you guys pass us." Like, yeah, we definitely nope. were. We, <laughs> it was somebody else. It was another, another green. turtle green, another green <laughs> Z4. Uh, no, but it surprising, and I not I guess not really surprising. It's a it's a fancy car. It's beautiful, right? It's a beautiful BMW car. If I had more money, uh, I would love to buy this car. But the one thing that I I really noticed in that 15 minutes of driving, I was like, I understand why rich guys buy fancy cars now. For sure. You get a lot oh. of looks. Dude, it wasn't just looks. So like when we when we started, we ru- pulled out into the street and it was like immediate. It was like people oh, yeah. like woo- whooping at us, you know, like, you know, nice car and like great color and whatever. Rev the engine, yeah, like people I'm- all over. And it was like, you know, everybody. And then like literally just people in cars where I could just see like their eyes just follow us like, oh, damn. Yeah, like I could just read it in their brains. It didn't help that I looked like a complete douchebag with my like sunglasses on. Well, and... that was when you filmed. You fi- we filmed for sure. Well, but I was wearing them beforehand. You remember you gave them to me to drive oh, around yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. so I mean, uh, I yeah. was looking basically super dope. And I mean, <laughs> if I didn't have my wedding band kind of like out in view, like I feel like people are going to start like <laughs> jumping in. And I mean, it was yeah. it was wild. I was like, You're "This like, oh, is Kyle's driving with one hand." Which sorry, you boys. Do. <laughs> He's driving um, with one hand, like, yeah. "Hey, Mary." I was doing Mary. my hand signals for yeah. turning, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I was being safe. Yeah, but, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah so that, that video w- turned out like really yep. good. One thing I'm, I mean, you wrote the entire script essentially, like yeah, we, from yeah, I wrote. Yeah, I we kind of just script, yeah, but like, talked it was about like, some ideas. You know, Yes, I added everything in there from both of us. And it was actually, let's give credit where credit is due. It actually wasn't even our idea to begin with. Uh, Grant, who we've had on here before, DJ Gray, he actually, he, he works with Showdown and put on Sundown with Ray and Helen and, and Chelsea and Natalie and the whole crew. The whole team, um, yeah. yeah, the whole team. I, I, I'm sorry, you know, I can't name everybody. Um but Grant was like, hey, I have this idea for Sundown, the Ghost of Sundown Past and Ghost of Sundown Present and maybe Ghost of Sundown Future. And uh, he was supposed to be in the video. And then like a couple days before, he had to pull out because he uh, had to do a wedding. Had a wedding. So, yeah. Yeah. So he, it was actually his idea. Uh, let's give credit where credit is due. I just fleshed it out. And then both of us, we came up with some ideas and silly ideas. Yeah. Kyle came it, up with a we can't coming as Romans or something. <laughs> If there's yeah. an adult joke was, in there, I'm gonna. That was definitely Kyle for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, that and that was another thing that I was I was I was impressed because you know when you get on site for doing like a video like that, you generally when you think of a movie or anything like that, you're like memorizing your lines and you're learning them. Mm-hmm. We kind of did not do that. We no. we had our papers that had all our lines on there, 
And I was impressed that we were able to kind of wing it enough yeah. that, uh, you know, we only well, had to shoot and, it a few times. And that's how film shoots go, I think. At least when my experience is like the beginning, you like follow it to a T, and maybe you improv a little bit. I mean, we have for sure, but then it starts to get like a few hours later, and then like people are getting hungry or people are getting tired, and then you're just like, let's fucking wrap this shit up and get yeah. people going. It's like we're already at a long time, so let's like compile everything. So we definitely it was a seven page script for this little video, and so we definitely took those last like three pages. And we put him to like winged one, it almost. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, so. Uh, yeah, we definitely winged the ending. And I and there's stuff I cut out, which maybe I'll I'll post. Um, you know, like the hat throw and all that stuff. Sure. Just to cut that for time. But uh, I, I was I was impressed um, on how it turned out. I was I was proud of myself and on both of us for actually doing it. And then then we came to actual sundown. Yeah. Which was festival. this week, which is why I'm sick. Um, and. Uh, the festival, so if you're not familiar, if you're not in Alaska, or if you didn't see the video, Sundown is a annual festival that is put on by Showdown Productions, and they bring up giant artists. We're talking like, last year it was ASAP Ferg, a um, bunch of DJs, uh, What's So Not, Flostradamus, um, you know, and then this year was big people like Chromio and Big Boy and we came as Romans and Silverstein. So it was a very big deal this year. Then they moved it. And that's why they hired us was to like, hey, there's a lot of new stuff for this year. Um yeah, so different location. Guys, all yeah. Can stuff. you guys make a video that kind of makes it easy to digest? And I think that's something we're we're getting really good at is like if it's difficult to just put out in a graphic post, hey, we'll make a video about it and make it easy to digest. Um and so that's what we've done the last few few times. And then, uh, yeah, so Friday was Nightmare. Um, who else was there? Man, I feel like that was a lifetime ago. I know. Um, it, it it was a long few days, and I was Slander. there yeah. as much as you were. <laughs> yes, Friday. Yeah, Friday was a bunch of DJs. Uh, Waka, Waka was. Waka. Yeah. That was fun. I loved him. Um, he He's Oh my goodness! He probably was one of my favorites I yeah. saw this this weekend. Um, and then Saturday happened, and it, oh, and then another thing too. It's like Friday, we all woke up and it's raining, just pissing rain outside. So we're like, yeah. great, this is a way to start a three day festival. It's just going to be raining. As soon as we get there, it's cloudy, but it's not raining. And then the sun opens up when like the headliners start to go on, and then the sun like never left the whole weekend. It was like the yeah. whole. And then of course Monday when it stopped, rain. It was like perfect. We got so lucky. Um, and then Saturday was personal favorites. Uh, Chromio played, and um, Big Boy was that day. A bunch of other people. And then Sunday was actually like um, my true favorite day. Even though I was like starting to feel like, hey, I'm not. I'm, I'm starting to run fade. Down. Yeah, day yeah, three of a festival. It's like I'm filming. A lot of stuff, and then I'm going home at night, so we're getting home at like midnight, and then I'm starting to edit this little recap for the next day. And so it was like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., you know, um, maybe 2 a.m., whatever. And so I'm like definitely starting to feel it by Sunday. I'm like, oh, it could be like allergies. I don't know. But Sunday was great because it was like we came as Roman, Silverstein, um, Medium Build, our favorite. Um, yeah. Ray. And then what? Uh, Ray Schremann. 
Oh yeah, Ray Schmerd. No, I'm not sure how you say that. Um, but it was I just, huge. I it, just mumbled. It was it. ginormous. Yeah, Ray, Ray Schmerd. The Black Beatles. The guy. The, 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 the song. I Black always. Beatles. I always say like, uh, you know the 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 mannequin challenge. You remember that song? Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's them, and they're like, oh, okay. That song like, hey, was a banger, yeah. dude. I didn't realize they're like. I mean, I don't listen to them. I've only heard that one song, and I yeah, looked I've heard them a up couple online. Them. Yeah, ten point six million followers on like Instagram. I was like, oh, these these guys are big. These guys are like, and then they like do. I was like, they just played Sundown, which was a very big deal. Yeah, um, the the Silverstein was a good little nostalgic moment for me because I've been listening to Silverstein for freaking fourteen years or so. Yeah, it's like I remember some of their old stuff, and they're still doing it. They they still Dude, got it, and, and they're still great. Uh, yeah, they played I was a very really impressed. solid set. Yeah, and yeah. then. We came as Romans is is always been a favorite of mine. Uh, you know, it was weird because I was not super stoked on I, like it wasn't like a priority of mine. But then I was like, you know what? I've listened to these guys forever. I'm gonna go check out the set. And then I was like, dang man, they yeah. were El Soled. Like it oh was. Oh my good. gosh, yeah. I, I I was very impressed with We Car, which I didn't even know that was a thing until people started we, saying, we car? "Oh, well, let's go see check out We Car." Uh, we came baby. as Romans. Um, very impressed. I was like, I don't know. I, 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 there's a song called Dark Bloom. Yeah. And that's like one jam that like if it comes on my Spotify shuffle or something like that, I am just like repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, um, Dark Bloom. Oh, whenever I, whenever I heard it first, I was like, I just like love that intro. Yeah. Um, and so when they played that live, it was like one of their last songs. I was just like. Yes! Oh my gosh! What There's a, a video of you on there, yeah, for sure. Yes. That was yeah. shared around. Go to our uh, go to our Instagram, go for yourself podcast, and you'll see uh, the video of me and Kyle going through the weekend, and um, that was definitely one of the the uh, highlights for sure. Highlights where I was dancing to "We Came as Romans." And now a quick word from our sponsors. You know what I like to do every summer? Ooh, I know this one. You try to get thin, and you try to fit into that Speedo that you had back in high school. Close. Very close, actually. I know. I, know. Uh, I like to get the old vehicle a good detailing since it's usually filthy after the winters here in Alaska. Okay, actually, I, I'm right there with you. That is one of my pet peeves is having a dirty car. Yeah, I've been going over to BMW to get the gold detail. It's only $299, and you get it done by Alaska's number one choice for luxury vehicles. Okay, hold up, though. When did you get a Beamer? Well, that's the thing. Not only do they detail BMW and Mini, but they detail all makes and models. Oh. Yeah, they've won BMW's prestigious Center of Excellence Award six times. Well, that's six more times than I have. What's even more awesome is that I've been in the market for a new car, and I've been talking to Phyllis Halverson over there. Have you? Yeah, she knows her stuff. She's been selling cars at that location for over 30 years. Okay, wow. All right, you had me sold. I'm sold too. For listeners, you can snag the $299 gold detail for $199 just by mentioning the podcast when you make your appointment. You know what warms my heart the moment it just touches my lips? Mm, You really want me to say? 
Only if you were going to say an ice cold beer from our friends at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Not exactly where my mind went, but uh, tell me a little bit more. Okay, you're dirty, but have you ever had their beet IPA? I'm actually allergic to beets, so unless they have a beet off IPA, uh, I haven't had it. So it's one of their flagship beers. Stefan and Zach, they try to experiment with some different beers, and that was like one of their first ones. Beets and IPA, and it is so freaking delicious. Hmm. Well, it sounds like maybe I need to finally make that trek out to Palmer and try them out. Yeah, you should. They have great beer. They have great food. They even have great meat. Mm, Nectar of the gods, huh? Exactly. So go to 562 South Denali Street, right under the water tower in Palmer, Alaska. Or if you don't live in Alaska, just go give them a follow on all socials at Bleeding Heart Brewery. Look, heck, you can even listen to them on previous episodes of this podcast, episodes 93 and 119. Isn't that the guy with the grandpa? Okay, just go to bleedingheartbrewery.com. All right, back to the episode. I mean, that kind of like covers like what we've been up to the last few weeks for even a couple months now. Um, we have a lot of guests kind of in the wings coming in right now. We've, we have a list that we keep running. That's got about 20 something people's names on it that we are. And a few, as long as they don't reschedule, we have a couple coming that I think will be really fun to catch up with. Like, uh, DJ Spencer Lee. He's been, he just scheduled today. Actually, I know he's been a good friend of of ours for a long time. Yeah. Uh, huge supporter of just about everything we've done because we did um the spinard prom video with him a couple years oh, back years ago that was yeah. like one of our one first, of our first like, videos yeah promo videos of that me and you did yeah um that yeah that that, that was 2018 or something like that oh yeah it might have been 2017 2018 because i i still i had just left my job yeah uh it was like the the day the day before that actual event, and I had just made that jump into freelance, and um, yeah, so it was like around that time. Yeah, yeah, that, then, that's cool. So we'll be able to reminisce about that when we have him on. Sure. Um, yeah, but we, I'm excited because I feel like we have a lot of I don't know, uh, just different people coming on uh, yeah. from different walks, and I think that's that's the one thing we're we're finding out um, is like, you know, and I guess you know this is a good segue into like where we see this podcast going and it's called go fix yourself and it started like me and kyle talking about oh well let's we're getting better at stuff and no we quickly realized you know we are absolute you know dog shit at most stuff and but we are working on it and but i think the thing is is like the go fix yourself the go fix your worldview or go fix you know how you perceive others i guess is um something that i want to stick to um, something, you know, like having people on, we don't know anything about their lives and then trying to understand where they're coming from and why they do what they do and, um, just, you know, be there for people. Uh, we've had different people from walks of life, um, different people of sexual orientation, um, different people from, you know, musicians to artists, political affiliations, political Right. Like we've had conservatives, we've had liberals. Um, and I think that's that's one of the things I really want to start honing in on is like people that might not exactly do what we do or, you know, we are. And this is how I've been saying it to some people is like we are two people from two guys from like a religious upbringing 
And sometimes we don't know what other people's lives are like. And so, you know, we're trying to fix that and what we were sheltered on um, and trying to, you know, get better at understanding how the world is working. Yeah. So that's kind of where we want to take this. And so our guests are going to reflect that. Some are still going to be fun. You know, um, you know, we might just have like Bleeding Heart Brewery. Those those guys, we've had them on before. But like the second time, it was just like a free for all of just fuck all. You know, it's just like we had a lot of fun. Yeah, that but was think, a memorable one because yeah. it's, we oh, yeah. like you're saying is like we want to dive into some serious topics sometimes. And like when we had Golden Delicious on that, that was a, yeah. a drag performer, which would in a million years, I would have never been like, that's what I'm going to be doing at 36 is I'm going to be yeah. interviewing a drag. And it was awesome because, I mean, it's yeah, it a, was. a life that I know nothing about and the struggles that they face in a in a in their daily life and really opening up to uh, what they face each and every day. And it it was good to learn about that because I think it, it it develops some empathy for other people that are not like you're saying, we're just the two straight white guys that have a pretty easy life comparatively to most people. Mm -hmm. So it's good to get that exposure. And then, you know, we're going to have the bleeding heart brewery ones where we have rice, crispy treats and some beers. And we're going to talk about some crazy stuff and we're going to have politicians. We're going to have everybody on that. We feel has something interesting to say that. And I mean, there's no limit to who, who it could be. I like that. Um, To go, to piggyback off of what you were saying with, with Goldie too, it's like so that was a a big episode for us because you know that was one of our total stranger did not know her before they walked into the studio right? right and so me and you both didn't know them never seen them perform um and uh you know so it was a little like we you know nerves are running a little bit um of course through the end of the podcast you you know you'll hear it's like we get comfortable with each other and um but then we started posting stuff online and that, I think that's where my brain changed a little bit and yeah. that's where the actual fixing came in because like you know Goldie is doing what they love um we clearly heard that on the podcast um like they're just doing something that they think is fun they like it they're passionate about it I like music. I'm passionate about it. I like doing it. But I don't get fucking hate like Goldie does. Right. We actually had to, you know, a lot of people. Shut off the comment. Yeah. We had to shut off the comments on these fucking videos because there was so much fucking hate for one person and what they want to do and, and, and passionate about. I think that was so dumb. I think, I honestly, I was like, and, and if you're one of the people that, you know, uh, left hate on those videos, like, go fix yourself, really. Because, like, that was... First off, it was eye-opening. Like someone, I've never been persecuted like that for something I do um, or something I like and something I'm passionate about. Um, if I had that much hate, I probably would be like, I should probably never do this again. But yeah. Goldie still does it and is brave about it. And it's like, you know, whether people agree with it or not, it's like, it's not your fucking life. Who gives a shit like what they do? Right. And the and what I've also noticed through my vast years of experience is you don't yeah, have to agree with years. what they're yeah you don't have to agree with what the, everybody's different believes different things whatever but the rational people that I know that probably would disagree with that don't spread hate 
they just don't say anything. They're like, hey, you know, not for me or whatever, which I think is fine. That's a rational thing to do because you're not going to love everything or maybe you're uncomfortable with it. And that's something you've got to investigate yourself. But to go online and to say some of the things that were said, I think, shows a bigger issue with that person than uh yeah 100% yeah it's just like you need to do some reflection on yourself if that's how you deal with problems yes so 100% I don't know it's 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 all fun like for to give people exposure and see you know what other people might learn about that you know we're learning about as well so um what's uh we're, we're, we're excited for the future I mean we like you know we have merch coming out uh you can't if you're looking at the youtube uh you can see i'm wearing a sample shirt yeah. um we got a bunch of samples um that aren't uh on the the website just yet but there is stuff on the website uh so you can go to ghostfixyourselfpodcast.com if you want to buy a t-shirt or a hoodie or a hat we got yeah. hats on and i'm go wearing my hat like out. constantly i know yeah and so that's just one thing we're we're doing. We and if you've listened to you know this one and the last episode, you realize we're putting ads in our podcast. That's something new. Um, Kyle and I have been doing this podcast for 120 plus episodes, um, and we haven't made a dime, haven't made a cent. And I'm going to be total, uh, you know, transparent here. Is like we're still not making money. We're, we're, we offered up free advertising to get our, you know, dip our toes in the advertising world just to see what was, um, you know, like out there and how to get into it. So we, with these ads that you're hearing, it's really just, um, us trying companies that we like and that we feel like we want to, to expose our audience to. And it's. You know, some people may not love ads. You can always fast forward through ads. But at some point, I think passion projects like this have to make sense financially to keep going. And because both of us have jobs and stuff like that, and those require time. And if something's taking a lot of time and not making money, our families would start probably being like, why why are you doing it? (laughs) So exactly. Uh, well, we're also, I mean, and we also have an editor, we have an yeah, engineer, editor. we have producer. And so like we are building a team, but all those people, you know, we want to also compensate as well. So we are out of our pocket. Um, and so we've been spending hundreds of dollars a week just to have one episode out where we're not making anything and we're still not going to be making anything. We want to make sure we're like, you know, trying to do this all like the go fix yourself way, whatever that way it looks like. We have no idea. So we're just trying new things. So if you've heard the ads, you didn't like them, let us know. You know, if you want us to, you, you know, try something new, let us know. We'd appreciate that. Um, but other than that, Kyle, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we finish this episode? Yeah, I would just say, uh, we just appreciate everybody. The numbers have been going up consistently since we've yeah, been they having got to, guests. Uh, going we've been up ha- from two to 10. Yeah, we uh, have, quintupled our numbers it's crazy and so we appreciate like every message that we get of people that say they enjoyed listening to an episode or or the comments or whatever you do that lets us know that you spent some of your valuable time listening or watching us means the world to us um we really enjoy this this is a passion project that costs us money but we enjoy each and every episode we get to do and so 
Uh, we just want to say thank you to everybody that's tuned in so far. We're going to keep going. And if you have guests, sponsors, anything, shoot it our way, and we will do our best to make sure you're getting exactly what you want. That's all I got to say. That's a great way to end the podcast. Appreciate everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.